Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Everse Chat. This episode is brought to you by the breakfast burrito and the tea that I had this morning. Thank you for tuning in to episode 8 of Everse Chat. We're going to take a break from all the heavy stuff and go into something that's equally as important. What do you do when you get stressed out? So I'm going to share some stories about what I do when I get stressed out, and I want to hear what you guys do when you get stressed out. Hopefully it's nothing too crazy, um, but you know everybody has their own thing. And that's what episode eight is about. You know, we we went over some pretty heavy stuff, uh, talking about duty and morality in uh, episodes six and seven. So I, I just wanted to lighten things up. Also, stick around to the end of the episode. I will be issuing my first challenge to my listeners. I've yet to have anybody challenge me, so I'm still waiting. But I figured I would get it started. And uh, so you'll have to stick around to the end to hear what that's going to be. All right, let's get into it. All right, so I don't know about you, but for me, um, as much as I'm doing what I love to be doing, things can get a little tiring. So I thought it'd be nice to just talk about different ways to de-stress um, what your, I just kind of came up with this term, what your anti-crazy is. What, what is it that keeps you from going insane? I'll share what, what helps me out. So I, if anybody, if any of you actually know me, my, my thing is archery and cars. Those are two things that, you know, I, I absolutely love. Cars, uh, I've always loved cars. Growing up, um, that was my thing that I would go to um, when I was stressed doing my addition homework of like, dang, why do I have to do all this one plus one? I would go and I would sit there and I'd memorize all my cars. I had 209 Matchbox cars. No, sorry, they were not Matchbox. I was very particular. They were actually Hot Wheels. And I would categorize them by different uh, makes, models. Um, I mean, I was like seven or something like that. So I, I didn't do it by, you know, all the engines and uh, front, front range, mid-engine sort of stuff yet. Um, but, you know, I would, I would have different competitions with, with these cars. Like one was actually faster than the other. Um, and I would just, I would just be a complete gearhead until I wasn't stressed. So, you know, that of course stuck with me and along the way I picked up archery. I forgot why. Um, oh, well it was in Florida and you know, Florida, what do you, what do you think of when you, 
when you think of Florida? Guns, right? Because that's what you do in Florida. And I noticed that I was spending like, like 60 bucks a day at the range. And that wasn't something that was really sustainable for me at the time. So I was like, well, I like shooting stuff, but um, I don't like throwing away, just literally shredding $60 a pop. So, you know, I was like, well, hey, you know, archery looks cool. I tried it once when I was like 12 and I sucked at it. Let me see. So I went with um, with a buddy of mine and we uh, we had shot um, a, um, a poster, you know, those like little cardboard, uh, <laughs> those cardboard cutouts. It was Justin Bieber for some reason. And I actually was really good. I don't know if it was the Justin Bieber cutout or it was just a skill. But ever since then, I, you know, I, I said, one day I'm going to buy a bow and I, oh, did I buy a bow? Um, yeah, so those are my, my two anti-crazy things. And, you know, they, they really do keep me grounded. I, and I would encourage everybody to find something that is their anti-crazy. Something that when you're feeling the stress of your day get to you, you have, you can, you can rely on. Um, from personal experience, I would not suggest getting too into cars um, unless you can afford to do all of that. Um, but find something simple. It's not. A, it doesn't always have to be something super extravagant. Um, but yeah, those, so those are my two. I you know I meditate when I shoot archery. I I don't know how many bows I'm up to. I think well I I broke one. Well I didn't break it, but. I, I broke one recently. Um, I think I have 11 different bows and I just started a collection and each one means something different to me. Um, I, I love to share um, my archery experience, but sometimes, you know, I don't want anyone ne near me or talking to me so I can just concentrate and just shoot some arrows downrange and metaphorically let those problems go in the form of an arrow. Now, cars is another passion of mine still. Uh, you know, it's no longer 209 uh, Hot Wheels, but they are, you know, that's always something that I, I love, whether it's sitting there watching YouTube videos, um, which it was kind of bad because that usually leads to me going out and buying that type of car. Um, you know, but uh, now that I'm married, I... I I have a I have a referee, um, so I, I I've cut down for various reasons on the amount of cars, but I, I still love them. You know, there, there's something about getting behind the wheel and just driving. Um, you know, I've 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 kind of made a dedication to myself to only keep two uh, cars at any given time, uh, one one fun car and one practical car. Um, but still, you know, it, it's, it's always fun to just head over to dealership and, and test drive and, and make connections. You never know what can come of those things. It, it's just, you need distractions sometimes. Um, and there's nothing like a, <laughs> uh, what's my most recent one, a, a V12 engine roaring at you to distract you, but 
it's fun and sometimes depending on where you are it's free Um, and if cars aren't something that are in your immediate reach go-karts or whatever it is Um, some people knit uh, and and it's like the most grandma thing you would ever expect uh, a person to do but it centers you it you know it gives you something a a work product something to work towards um one other thing that i do is write so i have written a few things um aside from my doctoral work which uh i don't even know where that stuff is i just hid it in a deep dark corner never to be seen again i I think that was like the worst part of my adult life is going through my doctoral studies comprehensive exams or whatnot but you know other than that i um i've written one two two novels i'm working on a third one i don't know where it'll go um but you know these are all outlets that are constructive that you never know where they'll take you uh i think the the spirit of the entrepreneur is such that you'll always find some way to turn what you love into something that you can live off of. So maybe one day you'll see one of my books. Um, I don't know <laughs> if I would ever um, link it to this just because, you know, those, those, they're, they're, they're not journals, but they're personal and they're, they're sci-fi kind of deals, but they, they all mean something to me, um, but they're all things that I could one day turn into a another source of income. You you never know. Um, the cars that I have or had, you know, those have been a great source of income in a pinch. Um, so you, you never know. So I wonder what what is your anti crazy. You know, that, that, that's something that is very interesting to me to hear what it is that people do. Um, and, and it's funny how many times it, it really, you would never suspect that a person would do something like that. There, there was one guy that I talked to, that's where I got knitting from. And he was like, Hey, you know, all I do is I just sit down and knit. I'm like what? <laughs> you do What? He's like, yeah, you know, you just crochet and you you knit. Like, okay, all right, sure, all right. Um, And then there's other guys that are like super hyper that'll be like, well, you know, the thing that keeps me, you know, centered. And I'm thinking they're about to say, well, I just go out and I just, I just go crazy. And they'll they'll be like, oh, I I meditate. Um, So it's it's always interesting to see those different facets of a person come through when when you're exploring the things that that you that they do to to stay sane it's very important going back to i believe that was episode two where where we were talking about the roller coaster you need something to remind you of why you're doing what you're doing why it's worth it um so every time i'm out there on the range at 11 a.m. or some crazy time, 12, and and I'm slinging arrows down range. 
I'm constantly thinking to myself, I could never do this if I still worked at Walgreens. If I still worked at that school, I would be listening to some kids sitting here screaming at each other about some stuff I really don't care about. Um, or, you know, I'm sitting here stacking boxes, you know, so you're, you're doing something that you love that reminds you, this is why, this is why I choose this life. This is why I choose random 7 a.m. calls or 3 a.m. text messages from some person that has some idea or, you know, the dreaded 12 o'clock noon, oh my gosh, everything's on fire calls. That's why you do it. It's for the simpler things in life, for for the pure joy of being able to live as you as you want being able to live on your own terms or by the terms that you choose. To end with a quote from a book that I recently read, um, just highlighting the importance of balance. I, I think this, this, this little excerpt really encapsulates why it's important to have balance and to de-stress when going about your daily life. So it's a kid talking about when his uncle uh, lost his job, but it was just a very interesting take on where the stress actually came from. It reads, Uncle Dan had some kind of mental breakdown, not from losing the job. It was the job itself that created a wellspring of depression and anxiety in the man who wanted to be a painter. He didn't want to sell insurance, but he had bills to pay and mouths to feed and a mortgage. All the things that trap people into thinking they are stuck, like mice cowering in front of a cardboard cutout of a cat despite the exit to freedom being just beyond it. And finally, his despair overwhelmed him, broke him. I think it's incredibly important to remember that you are doing this for a reason. Um, And luckily, as an entrepreneur, you have two reasons. One is because you love it, and two, is to make money, to do all of those things. But even in doing what you love, you still need to find time to de-stress. You need to find time to unwind and decompartmentalize. Um, I'm, a, I'm a kid of the 90s, so um, I don't know if computers still do this anymore, but uh, you need to defrag sometimes. You need to defragment all of the little things that you have going on so that you don't become overwhelmed by these things that seem bigger than they are, these things that are cardboard cutouts of cats and you feel like a mouse. You know, things that remind you, this is why I do this, this is where my freedom lies. So I thought that was a really powerful quote and I'm gonna end on that note and just let you guys think about it and please give me some comments, let me know what you think. I hope everybody enjoyed that episode um, about de-stressing and getting all the stuff off of your plate so that you can think. So here it is. My challenge to you is this. If you don't already have a hobby, find a hobby this week, something free, something cheap, something easy, and something fun, and go on to uh, Facebook, Everse Chat Podcast on Facebook, and post a picture. Post a picture of you doing your hobby and why it unstresses you. 
I'll provide a link to that Facebook group for you. Also, um, if YouTube is not your flavor, you can always check things out on SoundCloud or iTunes. Everse Chat is on all of those platforms. If you have any more platforms that you want to suggest that I hop on, then leave a comment and I'll try and get on it. All right. Uh, until next time, see you later.